Hey, Fort listeners, this is Ed Galvez. We're so sorry that we haven't put up a new episode in a while, but we've been very busy on a project that we couldn't talk about up until now. The Fort has been selected to be a part of the Earwolf Podcast Challenge. (laughs) Our friends at the podcast network Earwolf have selected the top 10 comedy podcasts to compete for the winning title. It's hosted by Matt Besser and features celebrity judges. So tune in to Earwolf.com and listen to our progress. Now enjoy our new episode. We will! You are now entering the fourth. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 28 of the Fort Podcast! Yeah, the Fort! (laughs) That's us! That's our name! Yeah! I like saying it. The Fort! The Fort! You can make it sound sad. The Fort! Or you can make it sound happy. The Fort? (laughs) (laughs) That's questionable happy. It's like, should I be happy about the Fort? (laughs) Speak about sudden happy, you were just in New York. Oh, yeah, I was in New York for, uh, um, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Kevin, how were your travels to the Far East? Um, they didn't go to China. <laughs> well, I, I consider New York the Far East from here, yeah. The East Coast, yes. Well, yeah. to we're in California, you know. It was a wonderful trip. I, I had a great time up until... The whole time? Not the whole time, yeah. It, it was supposed to be a one-week trip turned into uh, wow. about a two-week trip. All right, let's, let's, let's back about, up. What was, what was the plan? Uh, the plan was to... Uh, Stay from weekend to weekend and leave Memorial Day weekend. And uh, Memorial Day weekend, the place I was staying at, my buddy Mark was leaving that Friday to come to California, and then I was going to stay at his apartment until Monday and then fly home on Monday. Sure enough, first night he's gone, I go out uh, in New York and Manhattan, I'm walking around, and I lose the keys to his place. So I get locked out from his apartment. I come home really late at night, it's like 1.30, and I've, I've, and I've, I can't find the keys and I'm freaking out. So I, I go back to Manhattan, get back on the subway, take all the same stops, go to the, go to the same bars I wow, went to. Wow. That's like finding a needle in a haystack. Though. Exa- yeah. I totally mean, retracing my steps. Yeah. And I didn't find any keys and I got back and, uh, it was about 4.30 in the morning. And then I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. I blocked out from the apartment and, and, uh, I'm calling my cousin John who lives in Bushwick. And he's not picking up his phone, and I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn it! I'm, and I'm <laughs> because it's four thirty in the morning. It's four thirty in the morning, yeah. <laughs> so then I'm thinking, all right, maybe I just walked out and I left the keys inside the apartment, and I just didn't lock the door. So like, maybe the keys are still in there, like because I don't have a clear memory of taking the keys with me. So now my plan is to wait for somebody else to walk in through the front door because the front door <laughs> to the building is still locked, and then I could just kind of shimmy in with them and sneak in, and then like try the apartment door, but. Nobody's coming or going, so I end up walking around his neighborhood for about five hours. Around nine thirty the next morning, I'm sure during I those five hours, it. somebody must have walked in through the front door. No, no, not, not that I saw. No, it was a uh, like I mean, because I was I was walking around too. I just didn't want to hang out there and loiter because uh, there's the security guard at the front desk and like he, he's. He doesn't know that Mark left, he, and like uh, it's like against the rules for somebody else to be like subletting his place without permission. So I'm trying. So I got to be really sneaky. So I'm thinking like, all right, I can't like just hang out in front of the apartment. I gotta kind of walk around. I gotta make it look like I'm walking down the street and following somebody <laughs> in. So I'm just kind of making laps, and then like so the security guard's just like, oh, everything's cool, just this wandering bush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was I was thinking about maybe like taking up like buying a shirt and then like. 
just like wearing a different shirt as I'm walking down the street. You know, so I look different. And uh, yeah, so, so basically, so uh, like I'd see somebody start walking down the sidewalk towards the building and then I'd get behind them. And I had my headphones in too. So, so it looked like I was listening to music, you know, but I, I wasn't really playing anything. I just wanted to look like, you know, so. And you want to conserve your battery energy. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I'd pull out my phone and I, I'd, I'd pretend like I was looking at text or something or just looking around. And then like they'd walk past the building and I'd be like, ah, son of a bitch. I, all right. Got to try again. So I'd like go back to my old station <laughs> wait waiting for somebody to walk in and uh yeah how many was, times did you have to pee during this um oh i did i did pee on a bush i uh i'm i, I pissed in new york in new york i pissed City? in somebody in front of somebody's uh, apartment yeah. building yeah and uh yeah i went to mcdonald's for a little bit like because I, I got hungry i got an egg mcmuffin and uh yeah be, being homeless is really scary guys i gotta tell you like like that's like you know why homeless people are crazy is because like you're walking around and like there's absolutely nothing to do nothing to think about you're just walking around like lost in your own thoughts and like kind of freaking out because you're homeless and you got nowhere to go and like and like i didn't have any sleep and just all these crazy thoughts were entering my head like i felt like i was going crazy and then like i'm sure it sucks for more reasons than that <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm sure but those first five hours i think the first five hours of homeless homelessness must be the worst it's like quitting smoking did you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> once you get past the third day of being homeless you're like ah, on easy street. Th- this is my life now did yeah. you consider like breaking down the door and just reimbursing him for a new door um no well, oh, you he's, mean, like, he's not kool-aid man or the hulk yeah, well, I mean, it's an apartment building. But I couldn't bring it. Yeah, I couldn't bring in like a locksmith or anything because then there'd be questions. You know, no, like, but like, you, I mean, did you ever just think about like breaking down the door? Like, just like with my foot? Like yeah, a cop? with your foot just, or ramming in, you know. No, he has no, weak legs. I, they're, they're very I have weak legs. legs and then, the, and yeah, and then the, uh, you know, it's deadbolt, you know, so, you know, I'm not going to. What about, uh, was there like a fire escape though? Like, could you. His windows faced the inside courtyard of the apartment building. So uh-huh. I'd have to crawl over like 20 stories of building <laughs> to get into the courtyard to get to his window yeah wow so how'd you get in um event okay yeah so i was homeless eventually got a, a hold of my cousin Wait, John. How, how many days I like how this is like how many days were people you homeless? in like flint michigan that are like <laughs> i had it rough. Wife and i had it the worst that anyone's ever had how many in America. days how many days were you homeless um about five days are you serious? Yeah, just wearing the same underwear the whole time because you know, I didn't have any but, clothes. Wait, you or, weren't homeless. You were staying on other I, friends' I, I, couches. I did. I did eventually get a hold of my cousin John, and I stayed at his place for five days. And wow. he, he thought it was hilarious. He just didn't stop making fun of me the whole time, calling me a horrible New York tourist. How do you think? I I your keys. <laughs> and and he would dress me up in stupid clothes just to like make just to make me feel bad. Like, like like in Pulp Fiction, like in like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, yeah. Like after after he gets washed down by the wolf, and they gotta wear Quentin Tarantino's stupid clothes. Yeah, that's what he was giving me to wear. I'm like, you asshole. He's like, ah, it's funny. <laughs> I've done that before. Oh, you've uh, done like, that to people. Like, we're, we're, we're friends. Like like oh like they spilled something on their shirt, and that's why I always find like the most like stupid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but his um but yeah, so it's Memorial Day weekend, and uh, Mark's girlfriend is with him here in California, and she had a copy of the apartment key. Thank God. But he couldn't FedEx it back until that Tuesday because it was because it was a holiday weekend. Right. So he, so he overnights the key Tuesday. It, it comes on Wednesday. And uh, oh yeah, and also I was supposed you to, were supposed to come back Monday. I was supposed to come back Monday and hand off the keys to our friend Aaron, who was actually going to be staying at his place for two months. So her plans got all like shit out of whack, where she like had the place she was staying at. She had to stay even longer, and she's got her cat. She's got two months worth of clothes and luggage and everything and and so she and she's sleeping on a couch you know for those few days like waiting for the key to arrive so eventually the key arrives 
and I get my stuff back. And then the next day I fly home. But then like that day that I fly home, I'm like going around like I, I got a copy of the mailbox key. Oh, yeah. It was a whole ring of keys that I lost. It wasn't just <laughs> an apartment <laughs> key. So it was a front door key. It was a mailbox key. It was the apartment key. And there were some other keys on there, too. I don't know what those keys were for, but I don't know. Somehow he's got to replace To keep them. your friendship to your friend that you lost. <laughs> was your friend pissed? He was pissed. Yeah. But, but like, what he, did he say when you told him I've lost all the keys? Kevin! Was that really what he said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much like, oh, this is like, really like, bad. Like it was this the is really bad, Kevin. <laughs> like, like, like it, it was Does he straight. listen to the podcast? Uh, no, no, he doesn't. No. Oh, okay, like good. it was straight from the honeymooners. <laughs> like, you know, like, pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, back Ralph Krams, yeah. <laughs> it, it, was, it was like that kind of mad where I, I could just tell, like, he really wants to go off on me and, like, you know, just like, he's like oh, but he's, he's retarded. How can I get mad at him? Exactly. Like, mad at he's my retarded friend, Kevin. He's homeless now. He's having a bad, he's going to have a bad trip. Like, I'm not going to yell at him. I'm not going to make him feel like shit. But, Kevin, this is really bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> said it's really bad. Yeah. We're in a pickle now, Kevin. <laughs> How do you think you lost the keys? I, I think they just they just came out of my pocket maybe when I was pulling something else out. You know, like, and you didn't uh, see them. Yeah, and they just came out with whatever I was pulling out. It's amazing out and, like, what that little split sidewalk. second did, though. Like, that, 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 that one, rippled exactly. all these other people's lives. It totally snowballed and just fucked all these other people over. Yeah, well, that's like, crazy. myself included. Yeah. yeah. I was in New York, uh, and I had the similar situation that, that Kevin had where I was staying at someone's place while they were gone. And you were taking and, care of their cat. Yeah, and that was like my worst nightmare because every time I left the house, I always was constantly freaking out. Yeah, checking it. I, I do the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, uh, but on the other hand, like, I don't keep my money in my wallet in case I ever get like uh, held up that take my wallet at least i have some cash to you know get a cab or or whatever mm-hmm. um but that being said since i keep my cash in my pocket mm-hmm. like lots of times like when i pull like stuff out of my pocket like it's happened a couple times where i've noticed like money fall out and i'm just like whoa how many times has this happened that i didn't notice the money falling out so, uh-huh. well you should keep your money in your shoe but that would be weird when i'm paying a hooker no nah. <laughs> i mean it, it's reasonable though like keep it in your sock i, I did get called the n-word you by got who? called by who? by who? By a black guy. Wait, a uh, black guy called you the N word. This was when I was homeless. Yeah, like I was sitting there on the sidewalk, and it was like maybe five five in the morning. Yeah. And these uh these three drunk black guys come out of an apartment building, and they're like walk and they're like you know like walking towards me, and they're and uh, they're looking at me funny, like and I'm sitting there on the sidewalk, and I'm like, oh man, they're gonna give me. Sh-. But I got my headphones in, so it looks like I'm listening to music, but I'm really not. And uh, I'm, I'm like worried they're gonna like give me shit or something. And then like the, the one black guy like 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 motions his head towards me and he goes like is this nigger all right and then the uh, and then like and then like his friends start laughing and then they just walk away from well him. that was kind of nice though i mean he's oh asking, did i say n-word or nigger uh, <laughs> well, anyway, i say n-word but, but you said I was gonna say, like, you know uh, just don't do it again oh, i think <laughs> i think he was genuinely concerned though you know like and he's uh, probably asking like is this guy all right you know and blah blah, blah. And it, but uh they were all drunk and yeah, I don't yeah. Think that really cool. but, but you wait. know who's better than all right <laughs> who's better than great? all right our next guest oh yeah we have a guest again wonderful <laughs> <laughs> our guest is none other than rick overton Woo! rick overton awesome uh, from uh the movie that's coming out uh bad teacher from his tv show chaos on cbs he's uh, got a huge line of movies he was in the informant with matt damon uh he was in willow airplane 2 he's been in the office uh, he's in the movie Dinner for Schmucks. Cloverfield, uh, which we've already had a guest from. Yeah. Uh, We're going to have them all. <laughs> he's been in Lost. Uh, and he's been in one of my favorite movies ever, uh, Blind Fury with Rutger Howard. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll be sure to ask him about it. And then stick around, everybody, because after the interview, we got more Ford wrap-up. <laughs> Yeehaw!
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Rick Overton to the Fort Podcast. Rick Overton. Amazing. <laughs> Rick, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and uh, taking time because you have family in town right now, right? Yeah, I actually just sent him off. He's off and traveling back off to uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, who was in town? My brother, Steve, very brilliant musician and uh, ah, musician. talented cat. Very cool. I'm a musician myself. I do uh, music for television shows. That explains this place. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, uh, what, what is, does he play? I'm trying to put it all together like the detective in the sketch there. Like, mm, does he? Uh, what does the he? Hell is this guy doing here? <laughs> yeah, I don't sell oh, drugs or anything. <laughs> TV show music. Hello. It's either that or drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what uh, kind of a musician is he? Does he does he play in uh, bands or? Yeah, yeah, he does. He composes a lot of his own stuff. Very and, cool. You know, has kind of a Stuart Copeland kind of mind. Oh, I love Stuart Copeland. And meets Todd Rundgren, kind of Very likes nice. to do it all himself. You know. Oh yeah, like yeah. in the Rhythmatist. You know. I I love. I mean, well, Rumblefish. That's what you. I mean, it, it's cool because you can do that. These. I mean, does he actually play drums or does he sequence his drums? He has both. He, he does do both. both. Yeah. yeah. That's he's cool. One I always of those hand him an instrument and he figures it out and plays it kind of guys. So. Yeah, he's a maestro. Did you guys like uh, go to the Getty and look at the Hollywood sign? <laughs> <laughs> then we went and got a yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's that? Oh, we call that the Valley. Hold your nose. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it was. Uh, he used to live out here, so he's oh, okay. coming out to hang the two bros. You know, mm-hmm. is he younger, or older? Younger by nine years. Oh wow! We're the two accidental boys. Huh. <laughs> That's how your parents referred to you as. Well, it, it says so really on the certificate, which is weird. I didn't know there was a category. There's a space for you that. can circle, yeah. Yeah, right. What? You know, it's weird because usually um, when uh, siblings have like a lot of years between them, they're not necessarily as close. Sometimes, from what I hear, I mean, or, how, or, like, or like the older one, like it's almost like they're a parent, and they're just well. It's just because usually the by the time the you know one's a certain age, the other one's already out of the house, and blah blah blah. Or, Took both of us being middle aged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you know the amount of farts in a day kind of start to catch <laughs> up and stuff. Get on the phone. Go, okay, now we can hang. <laughs> it was funny because I remember when. Um, when my mom was still alive, like we were hanging out, and I made some joke about me being an accident, and she goes, "No, you were planned." And I was like, what? And then I was like, so Barbara? She's like, don't say anything. And I was like, oh my God, why would you tell me that? <laughs> Just laugh at my joke and drop it. I don't want to know this. You thought when, you wanted when, to have a heart to heart. When, when jokes trigger something real. <laughs> because then I'm like, oh, I have this I have this juicy information that I could totally bum her out, but I'm never going to do it. Actually, yeah, my mom was joking with me one time and accidentally got me to admit that I masturbate. We were like, <laughs> wait, how how did that happen? Kevin? We were in the laundry room and uh, we we're talking about something other than laundry and uh, jacking off. Somehow, yeah, somehow, yeah, somehow she makes a joke about like like masturbation or something. Like, yeah, your your palms get hairy, and I'm like, really? And I look at my palms and I'm like, and she's like, ah, I got you, you masturbate. I'm like, no, no, I was just. I'm, she's like, you know that's not real, right? I'm like, I don't know. It's the first time I heard it. You freaked me out. <laughs> hey, sorry. I know this is the room where the women masturbate. <laughs> Leaning up against the spin cycle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I could have counted with that. Well, there's always that Shut philosophy, like of bad things that would happen to guys when they masturbate. Like I heard you could go blind. You go blind. Your you you hair could, on your palms. yeah, hair on your palms. Well, what you, about women? You, you go blind if you look right at it while you masturbate. Oh, so that's the thing. But what about <laughs> what about the consequences for women? Because I don't know if I've ever if heard... women masturbate too much. No, I don't think there's any urban myth. For uh, they, yeah, they mellow out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> mustn't do that. I like, I like my women aggravated and frustrated. Well, men love to watch women masturbate because it's, uh, and then because the, you just, it's partly it's hot and the other, but most of it is, oh, I'm too rough and fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went right to the inside. I was staying on the, just knocking on the door a little longer there. I just barged in. I got it. Sorry. Well, I'm always like, oh, I don't know what went wrong. I showed up. She was doing just fine on her own. There's <laughs> no substitute for it. Sorry about Cameras the bright lights. Sorry about the bright lights, honey. Let me switch it to night vision. Click. <laughs> I'll just sit back. I'm terrible at uh, giving a woman pleasure with my finger. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I am. Like, it's an honest. It's an honest thing. Like I. I can never find my way around. Did, I never do the right thing. Is it painful? Are you just poking them in the wrong place? No, I just yeah. It's a, there's a technique to it, and I just never learned it. I'm not that experienced when it comes to you know sex. And do they get angry and frustrated? <laughs> like just take just take your fingers out of there, Mike. Ah. No, I just don't think I do the. You know, it's usually like uh, no, nah, you yeah, just stop. Everything's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, yeah. Just, let's just go to a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not I'm not very well versed in the fine art of. Uh, Pleasuring a woman. All right, what's the worst thing a girl's ever told you in throws of passion? Huh? What's the worst thing a girl's ever told you in the throws of passion? Uh, you're not doing it right. Or something to that extent, you know. Like, it's, it's, they were always nice Dang. to because they were always my girlfriends, you know, and they, they, you know. And they care about I have you. a lot of qualities, you know, There's aside so from not There's so many details I want to ask, but, uh, but images I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not exactly like a Brad Pitt or anything, Ed, you know. You're a good looking man. Well, yeah, thanks, but. We're all Brad Pitts in the let's, dark. Let's be honest, you know. I mean, I, I do okay. I offer a lot to women, but I don't think sex is the best thing with me. Oh wait, wait. I'm just not that good at well, it. We're just talking about fingers. Now you, now it's like now you're onto sex. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, I think it's all interrelated now. <laughs> well, dang, you got some other qualities, then, man. Yeah, you know, exactly. you got some sterling other qualities, bro. Well, I'm a musician. You know, well, I can play it. music. You know, I can woo. Right on. I can is woo he? with a guitar. Yeah, that's, woo. That is so not fair. A musician can get away with being horrible at fingering and sex, and doesn't have to. Have you know, every oh. guitar player, you, you figure, should be great at fingering. I know. And, and plucking. Yeah. You pluck the hell out of her. Yeah. And strumming. You yeah. get strummer. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm really wow, good. Wow. like a bass. Wow, wow. Like, you guys, you guys know the game Mercy, right? Mercy? You know, where oh, you... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, very yeah. good at that game because I have very strong hands. Uh -huh. I'm very good at giving massages. Just not sexual massages. Like I'm good at just <laughs> massaging. Like my fingers are so good. So your fingers you're... are have talent. Yeah, my so fingers have talent. But... You know about Captain Hook, right? The <laughs> well, shortcut. A friend of mine, dear friend of mine, actually told me about that. Yeah, the the the, the Captain Hook, maybe. R, yeah. And Wait, it, what? Well, you, it's the way you're supposed to like go into a woman like with your finger. You you hook it like a pirate. Like R, yeah. you know. I mean, you can add the pirate sounds. And, and, I guess, and it's but... No, I would not do the pirate. Yeah. Sound. <laughs> Is there actually a name for it called the Captain Hook? Yeah. I, I, I think I can never find the clitoris. That's my problem. Like it just—it's it, a mystery to me. We're talking about the G spot. Forget the clitoris. Yeah, that's well, just the receptionist. But that's—but <laughs> that is the same spot, right? I mean, that's the. Uh, it's the other. It, no, it's don't the waste front, time that's the the front desk. You got to get to Mr. Johnson in the office. It's urgent, yeah. right away. So I like how we're, we're referring to this as like a corporate office. So like, yeah, exactly. what would the uh, what would the CEO be Movies. in this scenario? No, I have no idea. Yeah, oh, like, the CEO's around back. Yeah, so yeah. you got to go around. <laughs> the backside. The CEO is always an asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's hard to get to. Yeah, it's a really good uh, analogy. And then when you show up, you're like, "Time for a corporate takeover." <laughs> Hostile takeover. <laughs> it should be my my line though. Like whenever I 
go out on a date with someone, I should be like, look, I'm just going to let you know now. I'm not good in bed. No, that'd be the worst thing to do. Yeah. Well, it's it's good to get that out of the way. Well, if you make a joke out of it or, you know, bring yeah. it up, you know, like, I'm I'm, in, I'm not good in bed, but I'm really good at music. And, well, that's not a joke, but... Just, no, what you do is you don't say anything, and then when you do have it the first time, and it's not good, and I'll be like, it gets better, but it never does. <laughs> but it just gives her hope, but then, like, she'll, like, learn to live with you for... for I, I tell you what, if she, stays, <laughs> if she stays with you after that, you found one. Exactly. Well, I think I found that, that girl now, because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the saddest romantic story I've ever heard in my life. Hey, I'm just being honest, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Finally found a girl with low enough standards. <laughs> ah, she's very high standards but uh, you know <laughs> I, you know we do well mike that's very brave of you to open up that much about your your private intimacy hey, we all open up kevin it's all well, you know not, not me, me. <laughs> you, you open up about your recent date you know your uh, yeah, recent that's first date, date. That's, that's not <laughs> private that's but it was a first date and it know? was in public it wasn't a yeah private well you know yeah. there were witnesses no, yeah. no witnesses for you <laughs> oh there was one witness yeah. <laughs> one sad frustrated witness <laughs> <laughs> I'm having trouble believing you, man. I think you're going for the laugh. No, not at all. Nah, I, don't just... I don't believe you, pal. Well, you don't know me then. And actually, you don't because we just met tonight. <laughs> yeah. Not Te- buying it. Technically, yeah. Yeah. No, nah, that's it. I, I haven't. I no haven't guy really... that really has that problem says so on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be they surprised what Mike says. No, no, nah, no, 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 I don't be, buy it. You'd be surprised. I No, nah, I don't go for laughs. I Will mean, you just let me cover you for Christmas? <laughs> He's giving you an out. The one thing you shouldn't fight in all your freaking life? <laughs> Will you just let this one go and say Rick is right? What all the right. fuck is wrong I, I, with you? You know, you're very nice. I, I like Rick. You're very nice. Well, you are, and you are in charge of the editing, Mike, so you can also... I, I, yeah, I'm not going to edit out, though. <laughs> I, got no, I got nothing to hide. <laughs> I've talked about all my bad dates in the past. <laughs> I'm like a fatherly older figure trying to throw an arm around you. Go, will you stop saying that publicly? Well, I've never had a, like a brother or anything, so you know it's, that's that's that's. that's yeah, I'm, I'm in big brother mode right yeah, now. That's really nice, actually. He's never experienced that. He doesn't know how to recognize it. What yeah, it's hard for me to recognize yeah. that. I've usually kind of been on my own. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's, it, I'm surprised it didn't turn out gay because I grew up in a house with all sisters and my mom and my dad wasn't really around mm-hmm. and so i got to see the 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 unattractive side of women like way early on and learned everything and i was just like i was like oh, it's, it's amazing i still find him attractive yeah and and i do but it was definitely awkward growing up but i have to be related to them yeah i can, I can only climax with my family <laughs> the family that comes together <laughs> i don't know there's no rhyme i've always heard so that the chums is, together yeah well, <laughs> because they're chummy <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, you know, I was, I was, I didn't want to go for the pun, but I was like, family that comes together sticks together because it's sticky. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, okay. Actually, that yeah, that makes kind of sense though. I no, mean, it doesn't. I mean, it's some odd way. <laughs> yeah. It's better than chums together. So this yeah. is like twenty minutes of unusable stuff, right? Yeah. It's like no, none no, of this no, is no. gonna make it in, huh? Is that you got your hand on the thing right now? Oh, no, 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 thinking uh, you're gonna cut all of it. Rick, welcome to the uh, welcome to the fort. Rick Overton. <laughs> Um, so you got uh, <laughs> so you got bad teacher coming out. Bad teacher. Yeah, I just saw out. the previews for that. Actually, it's, 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 what is the seventeenth or something like that, right? Yeah, it's coming out this month, right? Yeah, yep. I have a fun. I had a great time doing it. Very and cool. Cameron Diaz is hilarious. What part do you get to play in this? Well, you know, like in Bad Santa, 
he takes in a young man who's got a lot of problems and gives his own messed up dysfunctional advice to show him how the world works. Only in this case, it's a female. She's a teacher. Right. She's the dysfunctional advice giver. And uh, that young man has a mom, Molly Shannon, and that mom has a brother, me. And we get to all hang at Christmas at a party and embarrass him, (laughs) humiliate him, make him do things he doesn't want to do for the company, you know. Oh, do this and do that, and I won't spoil anymore. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I think it looks very funny. Yeah, it's going to be a really funny movie. Hopefully it competes with Bridesmaids, you know, for Mm -hmm. uh, the next uh, hardest-hitting comedy or... uh, Hangover too, you know. Do you guys hear about what's going on uh, in the news with that with that private eye up in uh, Oregon? I I saw the headline, but I didn't read the story. No, um, check out that. <laughs> uh, they they did this thing, and it was a uh, um. Uh, look, I, I'll just play the YouTube clip of of the news broadcast about it. Uh, but apparently, they had an audio uh, uh, recording oh, of what oh, happened like at, a, at like the, an undercover sting. Kind yeah. Of oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'd like to hear that. Have a seat, Mr. Pinsky. Nice day, isn't it? Cut the small talk. Did you get me the photos or not? Take it easy, Mr. Pinsky. Are you sure? Yes, now show me, damn it. I know my wife's cheating on me. Show me the photos. Fine, here they are. Oh my God, Brenda. It's her. I knew it. I knew she wasn't faithful. I swear, if I ever get my hands on the guy who... Wait. Is this you? Well, yeah. You fucked my wife? Yes, of course. How else was I supposed to get the photos? You son of a bitch, how could you? Mr. Pinsky, I'm confused. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you hired me to get photos of your wife having sex with another man. Well, yes, but... So, there's your photos. I don't see what the problem is. Is it because they're black and white? The problem is you fucked my wife. Well, I hope you don't assume that I enjoyed any part of it. What? Let's face it, Mr. Pinsky, your wife isn't exactly pretty. And frankly, she's overweight and she's got a weird face. And Go ahead. If you look through these photos, you won't find me smiling in any one of them. I can't believe this. I paid you a thousand dollars. Oh, that reminds me. We discussed uh, there might be some additional expenses, and I do expect to be reimbursed for the roofies and the van rental, and I have receipts right here. You roofied my Brenda? Oh, yeah, I sure did. How else was I supposed to have sex with her? But how? Well, I followed her into Starbucks, and and when she wasn't looking, I dosed her white chocolate frappuccino, and uh, then took one myself. Oh, speaking of which, she really needs to ease up on those white chocolate frappuccinos. (laughs) Come on, am I right? And then what? You put her in a van and took her to some fleabag shithole and fucked her? Hey, that's my apartment. Aren't you disgusted with yourself? You know what? You're right. I really should look into getting a maid or... You know what? Do you have any numbers? Do you have any references? Just shut up! Look! She's gonna go to the cops! You asshole! Oh, God, and I'm involved? No need to worry. Afterwards, I made sure that she understood that I knew where she lived, and if she told anyone, I'd kill her. So that's why she asked if we had a gun in the house. She should be asking if there's a Stairmaster in the house. Guys, come on! Am I right? It's a joke. Relax. Mr. Pinsky, I know what I'm doing. You're making it sound like it's the first time I've ever done this. You are a monster. I can't be here. I have to see Brenda. Just so you know, Mr. Pinsky, she has been faithful. What are you talking about? She was terrified that I gave her a disease and that it could be passed along to you and said that you were the only man she'd ever been with. 
She sounds like a keeper, Mr. Pinsky. Yeah, I, I guess so. Just keep her away from the dessert cart. Am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. Come on. Go to hell. Ah, another satisfied customer. Oh, man, that is just, that is awful. I, uh, I, I don't like hearing stories about that, about people being exploited for... For gain. Well, it seems like it seems like that private eye. It's kind of like when you make a deal with the devil, where you're like, "I wish for a million clams," and it's like, "Here you go." He gives you a million clams, and it's like the clams eat you to death. Yeah, they're alive. They're living clams. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was a dollar reference, not actual. (laughs) I'll never eat them all in time. P U. Just about every news story or something that happens has a a moral that we as a people. People need to learn for ourselves. We can, you know, we can take lessons from everything. Don't use metaphors when you're making requests. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the lesson of that story. Yeah. Speaking of seafood, I had a really good seafood meal the other night. Do tell. Well, <laughs> no, it was just funny because I hope there was crap. I like, I like uh, speaking of clams. I like to get a, I like to get those um, oysters or you know the raw oysters shooters shooters. Well, not the shooters. I think are with alcohol, right? Yeah, no, it's because of what you'll be doing later. <laughs> See, that never happens to me. I, I guess I have a pretty strong stomach. But I was—I uh, got an order of clams, and then there was a little girl that was sitting across the way from me, mm-hmm. and she was like, ew. And every time I ate one, she was like, ew. <laughs> you should be like, shut the fuck up, little girl. <laughs> uh, she was funny. I was just like, but it was just funny. Every time, ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> you think she it was, was like- almost like, I would literally put the fork to my mouth, and uh-huh. she was perfectly cued, you know, like, ew. It was like walking by a Billy Bass that's stuck <laughs> on the wall. Every time the proximity sensors, this, the song starts again. It was like that, and the parents didn't even care. They, were just, they just kept talking. Oh, you know what I think? Little kids at a certain age that are, like, pre-verbal, mm-hmm. no silverware at their setting. Mm-hmm. Plasticware, because every one of them's a Gene Krupa. And they go bang, 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 bang with the spoon on the wooden table at the outdoor place. And the parents are all like, you know, just with the head down in the, mm-hmm. in the menu going, I'm done dealing with this. You all get to enjoy it. <laughs> the drum recital from my child that I, hey, don't we get one day out? No, that's what it is, breeder. <laughs> you don't get it. What You don't get to let them do that here in a public place. Let them drum in your house. We wanted to go, you. You, 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 you're so precious. You made a new human that that's why you get to put us through the drumming child. Plastic spoon or outside. Take him outside like my parents did. Took me out. Oh, why? I'm back in the rain. For what? There was one time I was at a restaurant and I was doing this uh, trick at my table. Where like it's like like fake bending silverware, but you just gotta hide your hands. So yeah, or, like fake bending the forks, but you're not really doing right. it. But like it just looks like you are, and I did it a couple of times. And then I, I looked over in the table next to me, like this mom has like her her son and her daughter, like they're both they were watching me and they're taking their forks and spoons, like bending them, on really the table. bending them, yeah, right. really bending them. She's like trying to stop. She's giving me dirty looks and she's trying to stop. Like, like God, like why did you show them that? I'm like, no, it's a trick. It's a trick. They're just nah, nah, breaking. Except for the one weird so kid weird. with the glowing eyes and the spoons just bending in his hands, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes back again to normal. Yeah, his to you, his you mom know? was yeah, terrified. Was like, yeah, baby, <laughs> baby Yuri Geller. Yeah, he's, <laughs> we don't tell him what to do. We'll wheel us into the cornfield. Be nice to him. <laughs> 
Good thoughts. Agree. Always. Agree with Evan. <laughs> Everyone agree with Evan. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'll never have kids. But if I ever do have a kid, instead of buying it toys, I will just buy, just give it a bunch of sugar packets. Because every time you, you see like a family take their kid out uh-huh. to a restaurant, first thing that they do immediately is grab the sugars and just dump it out on the table. And the kid's just like happy there and just like, hey, that's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't had a kid yet, have you? But no, I haven't either. But I've uh, paid attention to the people who have, and I tell you. Sugar and kids do not belong together. Remember that movie, The Fly, with Jeff Goldblum? Oh yeah, and like Classic. you know, it was like a cocaine parable that he was starting to become like a coke asshole on sugar, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's like punching holes through his wall to show off for his girlfriend how strong he is, and he then climbs on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. You smell bad. You look bad. You know. It's like, that's what children are like. They become the fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's an adult dose of sugar, and you're pounding it into something one-fifth your size. You know? Well, that's, I mean, doesn't it... It could have, like, an opposite effect, though, too, right? Because then... Never. It never probably, has the opposite effect. But they'll crash at some point. Oh, yeah. So true. then they'll go to sleep. Not when you're there. <laughs> not on your flight. <laughs> I have a lot to learn about having kids. Why don't you think you'll have kids, Ed? Why? Yeah. Are you worried about the sugar crashes and or the sugar? Are you sterile? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like this. It's the reason We're all why being I, honest on the show. It's the reason why I, I don't have any pets because if I can't go to the doctor, I don't want to subject any other living thing to, to, uh, to going to the doctor. Depending on what my income is. Oh, you just literally would not be able to take care of them if something arose. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> no shots. No dentist. No. Braces, no. no you you could get a goldfish. I mean, that's... Uh, but look, I, yeah. I, I, I love... Take it to the doctor. <laughs> yeah, I, I love animals enough to know that I, I, them being in my care is not good for them. Right. <laughs> it's like... that's very noble, man. It's the same reason I don't have kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just, you know, I'm busy doing stuff. I don't want a kid to be drumming around somewhere waiting for me to show up. Right. And, you know, I mean, I, I like kids enough to know I'm just, I got my life and... Whatever function I serve in your overall existence, when you're a little older and you want to get into comedy or something, I'll start to take over and do something good for you. Yeah. Well, when, <laughs> but what is the appeal of having a kid? Really, like, is it to is it to like have another person that you can make another you out of? Like, a lot of like, people do like, that. They accessorize with a kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want another <laughs> That's me. Such a- I, I've heard people say, I want a little replica of me. And I'm like, no, you don't say that out loud. That's, <laughs> that's ugly monster subtext in your monkey, petty, fucking animal brain. You don't say that like that's a cool thing to say in public. Uh-huh. Once they're saying that in public, I go, oh, my God, we're turning into orcs. <laughs> we're turning in, you know, like the, the dead will walk the earth isn't like zombies. That's the zombie. Right. Mm-hmm. There's someone that's one-fifth of the people uh, like I used to know. I think the whole thing about childbirth is very strange. I mean, it's, the woman literally has like an alien growing in her body. Like a parasite. That yeah, I mean, when you really her. think about it, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of tough to wrap your head around the whole thing, mm-hmm. the mystery of it. But when you have a kid, your life isn't your own anymore. You live around this new... You're at the, you're at the mercy of another organism. Yes, you, you live around the if child. If you're doing it right, you are. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. You know, you ever go to Whole Foods and see the busy... Malamute mom and her <laughs> white Range Rover bursts in, and she's got one one of her kids stuffed upside down in the front papoose <laughs> thing, and she's on the uh, Bluetooth going, uh, Inez, I don't know this one this well. This is the newer one. Which one is it? Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, Damien. Damien needs. Is this one? Uh, is Damien uh, wheat intolerant, or is this one dairy? And then at that point, you have to ask yourself, why do some people have kids? Oh yeah, well, no, I, uh, it's amazing. 
interesting because I used to work uh, at a restaurant in, in the Palisades, and like this, that Sunday brunch would always be like uh, uh, a, a trophy mom, like on her BlackBerry, and then the 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 like three kids speaking perfect Spanish to to the nanny, and like oh, having yeah. such a great experience. And I'm just like, oh. bilingual is probably good. But yeah, but like the moms just like you know on antidepressants, just kind of like texting away. Yeah, it's weird how how blind they can get. Yeah, they don't even like it's so obvious. You know, somebody else seen it from the outside, but I guess once once you're in there, you get tunnel vision, and you don't you have no idea how warped your your kids' experience is. Soulless soulless breeder unit on uh, on Zoloft. <laughs> it's weird. Like my dad, he didn't so much bail as he was like murdered twice. Uh, oh, yeah. He, uh, you know, my dad, the cop. Yeah. <laughs> what's what what what's so funny? Oh no, it's just I, the last the last time you told a story yeah. about your dad, the cop, it was pretty funny. Yeah, Kevin, this isn't really a funny story. <laughs> yeah, this this happened like like right when I was born. So, um, but I'll describe it to you as it was described to me. Oh, okay. Uh, like this. Yes, officer. Mrs. Galvez. What has happened to Alex? There's been a terrible accident. <laughs> no! There was a raid of a drug lab. There was a shootout. And your husband was shot in the head. No! Uh, it can't be! I... <laughs> but he's not dead! Uh, oh, he's not? Who are you? I'm Dr. Widget. And as for your husband, well, he was in critical condition. But he was eligible for the COP program. COP program? It stands for Cybernetic Officer Protector. I'm not sure I understand. Perhaps it's better if you see it for yourself. Bring him in, officer. Uh, do I have to? Do it! I'm, I'm kind of scared of him. Do it! What the fuck did you do to my husband? I saved his life. So, so you're saying he's like a robocop? Well, due to copyright laws, we have to call it a robot cop. Oh, okay. Oh, God, what's that smell? And due to his new body, he has to be on an all-baby food diet. It tends to make him rather gassy. Jesus, it's putrid. <laughs> Alex, is that you? You are... You are... You are... Um, I don't think he remembers me. Oh, sure he does. We have only programmed a few phrases into his vocabulary, but don't worry, we'll add more. What? So, how much of this of this contraption is my husband? Well, he was shot in the head. Good God. Then his legs were blown off by a grenade. What? Then he was set on fire. Oh, Alex. And then they started peeing on him. Okay, please stop. The only thing left was his handsome lower jaw. Pretty much the rest of the robot was already built. Why didn't you just let him die? I saved your marriage. What do you mean by that? Watch. Don't! Robot cop, take out the trash. What is he doing? He's taking out the trash. That's the TV. Well, he probably, he's probably going to surprise you with a new one. He just walked through the wall and dropped the TV on my car. 
Look, but at least you're not a widow. How many other cops' wives have a luxury of saying that? Besides, he can still be romantic in the bedroom. <laughs> huh? Honey, I'm home. Uh, no. No, I, uh, I don't think... Uh, hog! 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 Keep it away from me! Make it stop! Hog! Hog! Let it hug you. Hog! Okay. Hog! Ow! Ow! Get it off me! Oh, that's beautiful. We are doing great things. It's claws are hurting me, and I can't breathe. Robot cop, let her go. Hug, hug, hug. Help me. Robot cop, let go. Hug, hug. I can't breathe. Officer, help. How? Shoot him in the jaw. Alex, no! <laughs> you killed my husband. Well, he was pretty much dead before. Get out. At least you got to say goodbye. Oh, he's leaking baby food all over the carpet. We could shampoo out, you know. You know what I use? Soda water. And just touch it lightly. So, yeah, it's pretty dysfunctional around my house. Yeah, I bet. I mean, that had to be very traumatic the first time you heard that story, I imagine. Yeah, I didn't know my mom was... So grumpy. Like she seemed cool at the beginning, and then like at the end of the story, I'm like, "Why'd you tell the story where you sound so cunty at the end, Mom?" She's like, "Shut up." I'm a little bit cunty. <laughs> I'm a little bit rock and roll. But I gave her an idea for an awesome Hollywood screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Rick, how can your fans find you on a full moon night? Get a dog whistle and go to the top of Mulholland and. <clears throat> and check on IMDb or on uh, my Facebook and uh, lookoverton.net yes uh, I gotta update that you guys don't focus on that look on Facebook <laughs> check on Facebook look at me there just and just Google me and um, I uh, check I, I recur on a CBS series on Saturdays at 8 called Chaos oh I was, yeah I was watching that are you the guy who doesn't have an office yeah Oh, yeah, that's, that's a funny joke. Yeah, I'm Operative Blank, and it's a really charming, cool, wonderfully written show. That This is like the that, C, uh, that CIA show, The Unit, yeah. but mm -hmm. meets MASH. And it's really smart, quirky dialogue. Very and they, cool. these guys, they don't torture, they don't kill anyone, they don't use guns. They kick your ass and they get out. They do it like in a humane way, which for a CIA show is usually about, you know, it's tor like torture boner porn for like sickos, you know? Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> this one isn't. This is like really cool, humane guys that are doing it for the right reason. It's a very rare, unique, good guy show. Right. They have action that isn't completely like right-wing psychoses, Nazi torture stuff. These are good, good guys. And it's Tim Blake Nelson is in it. Mm -hmm. And Kurtwood Smith, who was in RoboCop, he's yeah. our boss. And, uh, uh, you know, Eric Close and uh, James Murray and Freddie Rodriguez from Six Feet Under. Yeah. And, and you were on uh, Six Feet Under, too, I remember. Yeah, that. I was the uh, husband to the woman who thought it was the rapture when it was love dolls with helium <laughs> going up in a crash. And she ran out to get him and got hit by a truck. That was a, that was a fantastic show. <laughs> that was a great show. <laughs> yeah. So you got Fat Teacher and any other films coming out this year? 
A bad teacher is it? I was just in, you know, the informant and. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say the the informant with Matt Damon. Yeah, I played his boss, and yeah, uh, he gave such an unbelievable yeah. performance in that. I mean, totally believable because I met the actual guy. I take that back. It was a co- completely believable performance. Sure, extraordinary piece of work from him. Was it was it really close to the actual guy? Yeah, I met all the real guys. We oh. met the guys, you know, at the That's screening great, yeah. and stuff like that. I went, oh my god, he nailed it. Now my guy was dead by the time I was playing him, so I just kind yeah. of was right. Yeah, is this so? Is this okay? You know, <laughs> that's, that's so he's funny a mean nerd. He's a mean prick, and he's kind of you know. Yeah, because he's he, like because the way Matt Damon plays it, it's so quirky and weird. And I, I thought it was a, just a total creation of his. No, <laughs> beat for beat, that's the guy. Oh, that's man. crazy. The, the FBI crazy. stuck a wire on a guy that's almost worse than the guy he's listening to. You know, yeah. that's the genius of this <laughs> that's moment. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Rick Overton. Thank you so much for being yeah, on this thank show. Thank you for coming today. by. Woo! Honestly, it's a pleasure to have you on. Pleasure. Mine. Thanks, guys. And then stick around, everybody, because we're about to have the fort wrap up. wrap up everybody come on down here get off your horses come down from your stables we're gonna have a good old rootin' tootin' time Yo! you know i i love all the spaghetti westerns you know oh with, yeah uh, clint eastwood mm-hmm. i think this is just very fitting that i end up on a podcast where i mean we, we kind of exemplify the old west this is the closest you get this is the closest I get. Living yeah. in a spaghetti western in the old west. I love it. That yeah. five seconds I do. I love it. I can it. deal with this. Because I love electricity. I love beds. I love. <laughs> I love uh, room service. But uh, but I also love lawlessness, where you can just run around and shoot people as much as you want. I don't like Vegas. <laughs> Speaking of which, Ed and I were just in Vegas recently. Yeah. Yeehaw. I remember parts of it. How crazy was it? Super crazy or Actually, mega double crazy? No, I got to say that uh, I think one of the best times I've ever had in Vegas. Was not this time. Was <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, no. One of the best times I had in Vegas was with Ed. Uh, we had a blast. It was a weird. It was it was like the weirdest trip in the sense that like it was definitely a lot of fun. It was definitely yeah, like Mike said. It was the most fun, but less like eventful. Like like no like nobody got. <laughs> <laughs> like like nobody like lost a ton of money like there was oh, nothing okay. like like terrible that happened that there made were no a like story dead got, horrors like, in nobody the room. got in a fight yeah, yeah like no just, one accidentally just, like screwed a horror it, no, and then that, banged her up against the thing and yeah, she died that would have been very bad everyone yeah. screwed their horrors on purpose and they lived and so i was like all right business as usual and i was like yeah uh, no it was hangout time though and the funny thing is the the weekend that we were there was supposed to be the end of the world or the the oh, rapture. Oh, that's right, the weekend. Yeah, that yeah. we were there. We right. were in Vegas during Rapture Weekend, dude. Which Blond- didn't happen. Blondie would have made a killing if they played that. Oh, that absolutely, weekend. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Play right. Call yeah. me. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was. <laughs> I like how we made the music joke, uh, and Kevin got it, and Mike was. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I just go with the flow. But anyway, <laughs> but we were, we had fun. We ended up, you know, the first night we ended up at the uh, what was it the uh, the the Houston's or the Hooters Hooters Hotel. Oh yeah, we ended up at Hooters, 
And uh, we just went because we Wait, wanted. There's to a li- Hooters hotel. There's a Hooters yeah. hotel now. Seriously? Yeah. You know what? You know what? It's it's got a big owl on it. Here's yeah. a, no, here's the thing about the Hooters hotel. It's cheap and it's on the strip. Uh-huh. Like yeah, I I like the idea of Hooters. Like yeah, it's fucking lame, but. It's cheap place on the strip. Yeah, and we just went for food. Do the maids dress up in Hooters outfits? Like, housekeeping? The wait- no, the like, waitresses, waitresses. Everyone else wears, like, you know. It's uh, Hooters okay. stuff. It's Hooters gear, you know? Yeah, yeah. But we went because we just wanted a, we just wanted some food. And it was funny because we brought in a, a bottle of contraband. I mean, it was, like, literally whiskey. <sighs> we put whiskey in a water, in a water bottle. bottle. <laughs> contraband. We, not contraband. We had it. Well, I mean, come on. We had it on the table, and the waitress didn't even care about it. Like we were uh, just pouring because it was in a water bottle. She didn't well, know. yeah, but yeah. Well, I'm, she was also pregnant, or there was a pregnant waitress there. There was. I saw that. Uh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. It was pretty sketchy. Yeah. Ew. But anyway, it was a fun weekend. You know, it wasn't like a crazy weekend, like where we, you know, went out and blacked out and threw up all over walls and shit. I mean, we just hung out. And it was fun. Well, that's kind of cool because, like, yeah. that that gives me hope that you can have a fun Vegas weekend. Yeah. Without. Getting blackout drunk and yeah, we just we just hung out. I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but Uh, we haven't talked about this at all. I don't think so. Uh, But no, 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 not on the fort. No, what what happened to me was uh, uh, like the most uh, like embarrassing thing that happened to me uh, was uh, we we were all pretty drunk. We're on our way to the pool, like we hadn't eaten breakfast, so we passed by McDonald's, and um, I was just like, or it was like a food court, and I was just like, the McDonald's has a shortest line, so I got in line and, and ordered my food. And the girl goes, uh, do you want an apple pie with that? And I just make the stupid joke. And, and I was just like, nah, I'm too fat for that. And she's, she looks up at me and she goes, I've seen worse. And I was like, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> so I would then, take that as a compliment. Like, I mean. Yeah, but she's, but still, also but like, she's still saying I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. She's also, your, your joke makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I ordered number two, uh, which was the two cheeseburgers, fries, and, and, a, and a Diet Coke. Yes, I get it. Don't need to make the joke. So then we go, <laughs> and we all eat, and we still have like a water bottle full of booze at the food court, and we're, we're eating and drinking. And I'm just like, ah. Oh. Like, this is. It's a good thing and a bad thing that this is my most embarrassing story. Where I finished my food, and I was just like, I went back and got, after she told me I've seen worse, I got back in line at McDonald's and ordered another two cheeseburgers and fries. Well, that's because you were celebrating, though. I mean, it was a weekend, you know. It was a weekend. But did, in Vegas. did you buy it from that same girl? Like, yeah. was it the same? Uh, did, did she recognize you? Yeah, she's like, now you're worse. <laughs> <laughs> now you're. We the weren't worst celebrating. Ever seen. We were mourning, but Sean Kearney's, uh <laughs> bachelorhood. But now that that was funny too, because when we were eating at the food court. We had a a bottle of Smirnoff, like just sitting on the table. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, in any Vegas. in any ordinary restaurant, like in L.A. or wherever, you'll get arrested for that. But like I don't in think Vegas, you get arrested, you they say, well, they'll make you pour it out. Yeah, they, yeah. But like there, we just had it sitting out. I mean, yeah, it's it, Vegas. It, was, it was it was amazing lawlessness, just like the old west and the yeah. court wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, neon. <laughs> oh shit! Security guards. Oh, yeah, Pitfalls. Yeah. What? Tumbleweeds. What? Yeah, seriously, tumbleweeds don't make sense in here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up with the housekeeping? It is out in the desert. Yeah. When we have our uh, fort trip up to the cabin, that's gonna be a lot of fun. That's never gonna happen. I gave up on that. No, that's gonna happen. I swear. I like Look. talking about it, but not doing it. That's, no, that's no, kind of like I want to do it. That's cool. <laughs> we'll go up to like Big Bear or something, and then we'll, you know, Big Bear deals off. Wait, wait, where are you? Where do you want to go? Crystal Lake. Oh, <laughs> no, you don't. I I want to see a murder. All right, all right. So, would you like to have your bachelor party at Crystal Lake? Uh, yes. Really? Yeah, totally. 
So all your friends, all your groomsmen would get hacked off. Well, I'm not going to be seeing them anymore anyway, because <laughs> I'll be with the old ball and Jane. <laughs> no joke. Wait, no. That's our conversation we're happening right before this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is not on the air, but... No, I mean, if you meet someone, like, you shouldn't lose your friends, you know? You shouldn't. You shouldn't, but it but, happens. Yeah. I don't think that... I mean, if you're with the right Every person... Every relationship you have changes. It doesn't matter if they're family or friend or whatever, once you get a wife. Yeah. Because then it's everything. Everything's filtered through girlfriend. the wife. Or even a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, shit. Okay, I've been with Susanna. Has my relationship changed with you guys? Yeah, but, yeah, we're, but we're more your girlfriends. Yeah, but I mean, well, has my relationship changed with you guys? Because uh, we're more your girlfriends because with us, you have four titties. And when we're third, you only have two. <laughs> yeah. I can understand that, yeah. We're twice yeah. the girlfriend she is. <laughs> but as To quote the Stone Temple Pilots, we are twice the girlfriend <laughs> she ever was. Twice the girlfriend she ever is. <laughs> no, sorry. Half the man I used to oh, be. Oh, 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 there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes but, are funnier when you explain them. But have, <laughs> have I really changed? I mean, honestly? Like, really? Well, I used to cuss a lot more. What do you I still cuss a lot. You keep asking us to smell your fingers, and we're like, Mike, stop yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of nasty. No, I don't ask you to <laughs> smell my fingers. Man, yes, and. You're the worst improviser ever. <laughs> well, I never said I was a good improviser, you know. You're always showing us pictures of Susanna and, like, different outfits she buys. And, like, how do you think she looks in this, huh? No. Oh, check out the sexy astronaut. No, I do not. <laughs> Show you pictures in this. Check out sexy beekeeper. <laughs> okay, I'm in this one. I'm in this one. Uh, sexy dog catcher. Look at, look at me. Arf, arf. <laughs> no, I think the right. <laughs> I think when you're with the. <laughs> I think when you're with the right person, and like I don't know, your friends don't go away. You know. Well, they don't go away. They change. No, here's the thing. Like girls get get like like wow, she's with so and so. You know, she abandoned us. But like, I think guys are more understanding. They're like, oh, well, he's he's getting laid, so mm-hmm. whatever. He'll be back. He always comes back. <laughs> Actually, but yeah, that's true though. Like, the, what about the uh, the wife's friends? Is it the the same deal with the the husband's friends? The girls the girls get a little bit. They take it more personal. But the guys are just kind of like, like they'll do. They'll be like give ribbing, like 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 yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then it's like whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like because everyone knows like oh, well, I have a girlfriend now, and then like yeah. It happens. Men are less sentimental. Yeah, and yeah, and girls want that kind of thing too. It gives them something to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about your new boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that what your boyfriend will like, eat your pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Kevin. <laughs> yum, yum. Mm. Um, oh, what, kind of, what kind of car does he drive? This is so weird. He makes how much a year? Where's the ring? <laughs> I have I, a helicopter mouth. <laughs> Have you had any updates on your uh, speed dating thing? Like any emails or? Oh yeah, I. I uh, so what's I, been going on with that? I got two back. Oh you yeah, got two. what happened? Um, one of them, uh, I I, uh, I regretted like uh, like as soon as I filled it out like favorably, it was like ah, that, it was, they were my two bottom choices. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the but, bottom feeders. But I do want to email one of them. You know, just why like were they the it. bottom feeders? Uh, one of them was named Catfish McGillicuddy. <laughs> Well, just because the rest were better, that's all. It's, uh, not, it's not like there was anything wrong with them necessarily. It's just like, eh, what the hell? I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give them a favorable mark, just you know, for the hell of it. Yeah. But how, so, if they were the least of the best, then they were still yeah, they're still kind of good. But except for, for like the one of them, as soon as right after I got done, like sent, like turning in my form, I was like, ah, I probably should have left that one off, and I don't want to see her again. And then that was one of the emails. Describe her. Yeah, like why did you not want to see her again? 
She, very, uh, very stiff and uh, quiet. And was she cute? Yeah, she's kind of cute. Have any redeeming qualities in her personality? No, exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, just very serious, not funny. Just maybe kinda... she needs you to break her, or maybe she's off like... some of that Kevin Ford bar, yeah. <laughs> or maybe she's completely different, like behind the scenes. You know, I don't know. She, she seemed very uncomfortable. Like she didn't want to be there, and just. just Why don't you give her a second chance? There, there was a bitterness to her. It was like you know, I detected a. Uh... What's her name? I have no idea. I don't what? remember anybody's name from What's that. What's her night. social security number? Five five two. <laughs> Three seven, I can't remember. <laughs> so nobody like like nobody that you wanted. So are you gonna hang out with any of these people? Yeah, the one. Yeah, the one. The when? other one. Which what's the other one? Uh, I can't remember her name. Wait, wait, you gotta remember her name. Out with the other one, you have to remember her name before you hang out with her. Oh, shit, it's probably in the email. Well, yeah, he, I'm sure. he's not gonna say it on here. But how come you're not gonna hang out with the other one? Just because you give her the time. I think. You should give her just another chance. You think so? Is she yeah. bookish? 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 Blockish? Yeah, like uh, she no, like a book? bookish. Blockish. No, the last the last one was blockish, but bookish, quiet. Like I don't know, just uh, like a, a book. Bookworm. I think you just go out, just like a librarian. Because you know what? Because you know what? She might be a good friend. Uh, like she might not be the one, uh-huh. but she may have hot friends. Yeah. Okay. I I, I actually um, I'm more excited about uh, uh, this girl on Plenty of Fish that responded to my uh, hey my entreaties. Oh, okay. So what? And who's we're, this? We're, we, we've already had uh, two back and forth. We're kind of like having a little dialogue going. What was your first dialogue with her? Um, hey. Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or was it hey there? <laughs> no, it was just hey. Really? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, my buddy Guy, he does online dating too. And he said, because like every every online, um, everything you read about online dating, like advice to uh, mess- messaging a girl for the first time is all about, you know, you, like it can't be too long, can't be too short, and you want to put in something personal, you know, say something a little about yourself, you know, finish with a question. Mm-hmm. And then Guy was like, all he does is just send out, hey. Really? Hey. Hey, hey, and he sends out like like fifty, and then like he does he, he have you know, a girlfriend? Uh, no, but but he's but he dates girls off the off that site though. But yeah, so like yeah, that's girl more than like, once. Uh, yes. Are, is your picture still like you in a tuxedo with flowers? That that was just something I put on Facebook. That, that was never <laughs> that, that picture's not on any any online dating site. I thought it was a very nice picture. And no, it's dorky. No, it's the worst. It's, well, it's, I mean, it's awful. I, if it's, I was a it's, woman, it's funny if you're Kevin's male friend. If, yeah, exactly. That, if, that was if, the point. I was trying to get a laugh at. If it. I was a woman, I would have. You liked it, but ah, oh, I wish you were a woman sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, me too. So every time, uh, every time I had no, a we'd have a beautiful relationship. Every time I walk in on you naked, I was like, ah, oh, damn it, why is it like a woman? This is gross. Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> every time, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Fort Podcast. As always, uh, please follow us on Twitter at, at thefortcast.com or Tumblr at thefortcast.tumblr.com or follow me on Twitter at Ed Galvez. Or at Kevin Ford underscore. Or at Mike Costantini. Thanks, everybody. Stick around for the next episode. Woo! Ford wrap up. Yeah. Sun's going down. And buy my album on edgavez.net. From the general store.